Goal, I kind of need the game close out before the 70 minutes is up because if there's one thing that Limerick have shown against Kilkenny and Jesus against my heart, you should. How could I forget? I was crying. <laughs> I was, it was like I was like the kid getting a 99, right? Happy days, and then the 99 was slanting a small, but it falls off. Like that's the way I felt like for the, when Limerick beat, you know, when Limerick beat us, kind of down the home stretch. So Limerick won't give up. Do you know what I mean? Limerick won't go. Uh, and then. Like where Clare could have had chances against Galway and they didn't take him, like Limerick will take those chances, like you know, if given. But I like I think the game will be done and dusted before seventy, before minutes, 70 minutes is up. Yeah. Joe, I suppose you've seen a good bit of Galway over the last two years. Is this a better Galway team this year than they were last year? Or do you think they're they're very similar? Well, I'll start Orden by welcoming Shane to Galway. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's just great, like, how, you know, you look at a player on the field that's so expressive and personality and out there, and then you meet them and they're shy. They're so shy. <laughs> so shy and retiring, like, and weird and freaking blue navy and yellow shoes on them, like, right? I wouldn't want to see his underwear, it's a... But, Cade Milafalcha, anyway, Shane, you're very welcome. And the day that uh, you played uh, Cora Finn up in your pitch and you escorted that ref off that pitch that day, I could have fucking killed you, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's not the Shane Curran show, sure it's not. It's about Galway Hurling, like that. But uh, uh, I'll tell you, Galway Hurlers uh, at, at the moment, they, they, they've been through 13 championship matches undefeated. Yeah, right, and and uh, and and um, the eight games they've played this year, and it's not even been funny about it. Like, but it would have won three All Irelands in a row. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Back yeah. in the eighties. So um, I never, you know, down, down the decades of the last years, would say for Galway, like you know, the, the one that would bug me that was said about Galway hurling is our is our Farrelucht, like our mendiness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Call us anything. But don't don't say that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the one. And and if you if you read the the Limerick hurling story, even over the last few decades, like it's always talked about the courage and the fighting Limerick. Do you know what I mean? And the very lazy analysis of Galway hurlers during those times was, was the chokers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think it'll take another All Ireland or two. You know what I mean? For Galway to bury that. You know, because perception becomes, and then it's a very lazy analysis. Like, I'm not saying it was totally undeserved. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But don't brand a county by being that, you know. And that's why what I love about this Galway team, like, they're, they're digging deep and they're digging deep and they have done dig. Like, you know, if you're talking about all Ireland semi finals in the four years, like, it was beat tip by a pint, lose to tip by a pint, beat tip by a pint, yeah. draw with Clare, and then beat tip by a pint. Do you know what I mean? That's how, or be, be, be clear yeah. by a point uh, uh, as, as an last weekend. Absolutely had to go to the well, you know. And, and in the semi-final against Clare, like we'll say, you know, Clare had three goal chances on that goal, you know, from Arden, or the, the, you know, the one that Skehill, the, the unbelievable <laughs> against the side of the post yeah, yeah. that you couldn't believe was coming out. And, and uh, Shane O'Donnell is so certain it's gone into the goal. Yeah. His hands are in the air. And he's, he, he hasn't even a body position to kick it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so we got away with three things. And then within one minute, you know, Joe Canning brilliantly points that sideline. Do you know what I mean? Now, that's a team that has answered those questions for me. You know? And I love, I love what these lads did for us last year, as I said earlier on. Like they lifted the 29-year 
weight off our shoulders, you know, by by by, by winning that All Ireland against Waterford. And and I think the I think the world of them. I was a, involved as a Galway selector for three years in a row, and I know a fair few of them personally. And they're 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 just the finest of men. But that doesn't win All Ireland's, like yeah. right? The finest of men have lost All Ireland's, right? And 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 niceness and all that kind of thing. And but. I like what they're. I like what they're about, and I have no doubt that what's been said about Limerick positively completely deserves to be said about them. They've, they've been an extremely impressive team for me all year. Like they're the team I've kept my eye on. Yeah. I think there's there's so much, you know, that you must have as a hurler and a hurling team that they do so well, you know. But maybe there's a bit I think about the big challenge often for champions is to get to a final, you know, mm. and when you get to a final, then the challenge goes back on the other team to take it off you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So you know Limerick have done brilliantly well, like. But there's a there's a lot that that you can say a positive about our lads as well. To call it our lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about yourself, Shane? Have you, as you call it, yourself the stick fighting? It's a poor relation at the <laughs> the football is a poor relation at the minute too. But well, it's stick fighting in Roscommon to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think there'll just be a hole and they'll they'll uh, they come on the hurdle because they do miss the Schlitter more often than they do hit it. <laughs> But uh, you know, look, at, uh, come back to what Joe was saying there. I just, uh, just back up what Joe and, and Sean were saying there. The analysis of Galway, I thought, was very strange. You know, I mean, these are players that have been through the mill for the last four or five years. I know Anthony Cunningham, a good friend of mine, had them close to two All Irelands. They were brilliant in the two All Irelands. They came to win with, with a bit of paint and a push to win in an All Ireland against Kilkenny there three or four years ago. And suddenly to go and to win it, and still just question marks. And I think it's it's kind of a it's it's a kind of society now as well. There's this instant gratification. When you get the gratification, and they're looking for more more gratification, or players have been questioned. And and uh, I think you know hurling has been brilliant this year, without a doubt. I don't think football has hit the heights, but it's a different game. Um, and there's probably more teams that are aren't at the same level as the hurling for teams are, uh, and that's that's reality. Um, but with Galway, I think and their players have been magnificent ambassadors for their city and their county. Uh, and the way they've played, and you know, sometimes you need a bit of luck. But I think preparation, when when preparation meets opportunity, you get winners. And I think Galway have prepared, and they've had those opportunities over the years. And they got their just desserts last year. And it was obviously a very emotional time as well with Tony's death and all that. And and uh, to go and win it, I thought showed fantastic manliness on the back of that because that brought its own pressure as well. Uh, and obviously this year it's a different pressure for them, but they've gone about their job in a great in a great fashion, and they're in a final. Um, the only thing I suppose I counter about that is I heard Michael D and Mary McAleese are down in Limerick this week, so maybe they're prepared as well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, could be, they could be all down there, all right, yeah. Shane just touching it there, uh, uh, Joe about uh, passing to Tony Keady. I suppose is a big yeah. uh, and probably drove this team on last year to probably the success yeah. that they had. Uh, probably a big turning curve. He was a, he's been a massive loss, I suppose, to go to go away. Her uh, he was a, a brilliant character. Um, a lot of people here know that my younger brother Jerry died three years ago uh, next month, and uh, fantastic character, brother younger than me, the brother older than Tom, uh, and he's buried in Rinville Cemetery in, in uh, near Orden Moor. And uh, this brilliant custom we have in Ireland of, of the, the mass in the grave. It was on last Monday, and uh, as I arrived, Tony's wife, Margaret, and four children pulled up beside me, yeah. uh, and we walked into the grave together. And um, uh, it was yesterday the 9th, uh, today yeah, the 10th. Yeah. Yesterday was the 9th, was the first anniversary of Tony's death, actually. Yeah. And uh, we gathered round, and his, his grave is made up fantastically with the... And, uh, Keedy should have played in '89 is written on the on the oh. headstone, right? <laughs> the famous line about him when he was suspended but for playing in in, in uh, and stopped us probably winning three in a row. Yeah. Uh, 
So Keely was a, uh, was a uh, completely larger than life uh, character Tony was and uh, for me the best centre back I think I've ever seen playing for Galway. I don't think anybody or very few ever commanded three square yards like he did. You know, yeah. a, a few, you can see a few hurlers that can turn left and right and absolutely put it 80 yards. So that was a huge factor uh, I think for the lads last year. But you, you, you kind of you get motivations yeah, from from things. from different things and and uh, and any time like right and I think you know you win in all Ireland it's brilliant you win two and it's an era you know what I mean yeah. you know you, you can always sort of say it and then if you have two you know three comes into play do you know what I mean <laughs> but uh, I I'd love this Galway team do, do you know for me personally to to, to 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 kill what was said about us for the decades. And a lot of it in Galway was our own fault. We didn't, do, we didn't look after our affairs at all in Galway. Yeah. We sleepwalked through three decades. Absolutely. The, the biggest, you know, it had embarrassed you to kind of tell stories about how Galway hurling was run in those years. Like, right? in, in what way? Like, or what, or it was kind of, we won 80, we won 87, 88. We were up there. Galway underage teams and clubs, which is very well run in Galway, always produced minors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Through the, through the club systems. And we won a lot of all Ireland's in minor. And and the Galway way then he's a good minor, he'll be a good senior. Don't inter you know what I mean? We didn't do anything to to intervene in these lads' careers. We we now are. Yeah. We I think there's I think there's the possibility of really good days ahead for Galway Hurling, right? And you know, when you when you intervene in young lads' careers, and by that I mean that ten years ago about Limerick set up an academy, a formal academy. Yeah. for hurlers and Joe McKenna a great hurler of our time was on telly last week and he said we wanted to shape young lads to become senior players you know and 11 of the Limerick team have been through the academy notice they started and that's why Sean I think they might be better ready for big days than lots of teams like because they're it's you know yeah. they've been shaped kind of as hurlers and as young men from a non from a young age to yeah. be what they could be you know so you know uh, that, but we have last decades in Galway. But so be it. You know they, they say about the best time to grow a tree is 20 years ago, and the next best time to grow a tree is now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We haven't done what we should have done, but I think if we do what we couldn't do now, I think there's young Turks, uh, and I'm talking about senior management. I'm talking about minor management. I'm talking about at, at least half a dozen others that I know around Galway hurling who have the potential to bring this true to becoming a real. Hurling county consistently uh, at the top level. I suppose yeah. you're involved, Shane, with trying to mend and for future generations of us common footballers. But do you think it's the same thing that's probably just left their own devices, or do you think? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I was actually just going to come in on Joe's point there. Yeah. Does he feel that Lock George has played a, a, a major uh, or had a major impact in that, where you can actually bring your players yeah. under one roof, create an ethos, create a culture, yeah. and and let them drive one another on? It's something I struggle with at the GA. Why they leave? poor counties like Roscommon in terms of football without the investment and the infrastructure and they just plough money in left, right and centre elsewhere and and that's something I think that we need we need to get equalised right across the board. Um, I'm not so sure you can build centres of excellence in every corner of the country, I don't think you can. I think centralised centres of excellence are the way to go and you have shared responsibilities and shared knowledge and shared input from different sports maybe in, in certain areas. But I spoke to a lot of people and, and, and Lock George has obviously played a huge part 
you get a lot of people coming in centrally. They're all feeding off each other. There's an energy, there's a buzz. You maybe get the footballers in as well, and they're sharing yeah. their experiences, and they're they're bringing new ideas as well. You you get a you got a culture of ideas, and you got a culture yeah. of of bringing people, as Joe said, through instead of having barriers to 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 actually get into intercounty level. Now they're they're creating a pathway for these players to be able to perform at the top level, and then you notice you've got. You've got an apple, you've got an orchard, and you can just pick them down. And you've got the likes of the Burks and the Glins and the Joe Cannings, and they're all now really superstars in their own right. But they're also maybe like Joe in the past as well, and Sean Oak, obviously, they're, they're, they're mentors. You know, so they're actually bringing players through even though they're in the setup themselves. And when their, passes, their day passes on, uh, they've got a young fellow who's, who's been in that ethos and in that culture, and it's a shared spirit, and they can go. They're not going to win every year. That's not that's not the way sport, sport works. Sport, yeah. No, but at least to have a common goal and a common a common common goal to, to work together. Yeah. Is is there a centre of excellence in, in Roscommon? <laughs> there is my house, I think. And I say that I say that I say that uh, facetiously. It's a hen house. It's and a hen house I have at the back of the house. And that's only a bungalow, like. <laughs> and it's only a semi D. <laughs> but no, no, we, we we don't have any centre of excellence. But funnily enough, we're asked to share the centre of excellence with Mayo, which is kind of a queer one uh, in the middle in the middle of Mayo country. But we don't have and and look at the, that's that's down to what Joe said as well about mismanagement at the top. Yeah. You know, if it's right at the top. It'll be right at the bottom. It's like a pyramid, you know. Yeah. It works from the top down. It doesn't work from the bottom up. And you gotta, you gotta have that. And unfortunately, in Roscommon, we've had a couple of last decades. We're we're getting our house in order. Um, to pardon the pun, but you you do need. Uh, we don't have the resources, you know. So the GA needs to step up and say, well, okay, we we will resource. X minus Z in this county, and we'll take away the the mammoth expenses like we have with travel. We've 24 fellas in Dublin, so that's 24 travel checks you have to give every week. Yeah. You know, it takes six grand alone to bring the guys from Dublin for a night's training. You know, it takes another five grand to feed them. Yeah. They're not showing. They're not showing it, mind you. Know, they're not <laughs> yeah. that big but they, we're on burgers. You know, Dublin fellas are on steaks. You know, so. <laughs> you know, well, you know, that's the bottom line. We, we just we have those costs, and we're incurring those costs. I think if they were stripped out. And and we find ways maybe of incentivising the players as well by tax breaks or something like that. Um, that's the only way smaller counties can I think compete in the future. Yeah, yeah, fairly good. But I suppose getting down to the specifics of it, Sean Oak, do you think there's any weakness in this Galway team that maybe John Kiley can exploit uh, coming next weekend? Um, I'd say what you call it. Uh, as I mentioned earlier on, I said John is looking to try and try and bring Galway to the full distance where he can empty his bench. I'd say he'd probably feel like that, uh, that's one area that he has an advantage where, and we saw that against Cork and then not a, I mean, uh, like Cork was bringing off players like they were taking off at normal time and then bringing them back on again where Peter Casey was coming on. He, I think he has 221 All-Orleans, kind of Shane Dolan, kind of Wiley Fox. He's been there for a good number of years. Yeah. Pat Ryan, kind of, like I, I, I thought he did unbelievable damage when he came on, kind of, yeah. Remember, he got the goal where he flicked it over, Anthony Nash. Kinda, he, remember, he kind of lobbed it or scooped it over. Um, so I'd say the one thing that John can't afford is, uh, and Galway has shown it this year, when Galway go blitzkrieg, like they can go nine, eight, nine, ten points, like that. Like, you know, kinda, uh, if I know Clare kind of, I know Clare rallied and kind of reduced the difference down, I, I, I don't think Limerick can afford to do that in the final. You know, kind of Limerick have to be arms reach, do you know what I mean, kind of like a good boxer, keeping the jab there, kind of keeping a distance, and then basically down the final stretch, then no, going for it. Do you see Shane Dowling starting? I think he hit one no, four. No, I'd say John will go with the, I'd say he'll go with the same 15. Um, 
that he started all year and then he just has the reinforcements coming in then. Um, that's about that's it. Galway for both of you. We won't have to ask yeah, you to jump. Yeah, Galway, Galway. You won't get out of here. I've, I've, I'm starting my Lach pilgrimage on Monday like to <laughs> pray for Galway and everything. Like that, so. But, but uh, I, I, I hope they do. I, I obviously have a great respect. Cathy, my wife, have nearly 40 years. She's from Limerick. Yeah. There's a, mar- <laughs> there's a maroon, a white flag and a green and white flag outside the house like. And uh, when I asked her a few weeks ago if it happens to be a Galway or Ascommon or a Galway Limerick all Ireland final, who will you be shouting for? And she's 40 years in Galway, like, and as she say herself, a flat Galway accent, and she looked at me and said, she who do you think I'd be shouting for? You know? <laughs> so, so there's, there's not a mind in my own house, like, you know, and she's a die-hard limerick, in fairness, like. But, but uh, I hope to God for, for my beloved, you know, Galway, that, 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 that I'd, love, I'd love to do two in a row. And I'd, I'd, I'd love these lads. What, what I love about the All-Ireland victory last year is that you're, you're kind of guaranteed the next generation of kids Mm. If you win all yeah. Ireland, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And the adulation and j- j- what Joe Canning has done for Galway Horn for the last ten years will never be spoken about. Like right, yeah. these yeah. kids that get, he's the best Galway, hur- he's the best ever Galway hurler. Yeah. Say for a start, yeah. like right, best ever yeah. hurler Galway had. But but secondly, these kids that gathered around him um, on the pitches for ten years, like right, yeah. without wi- wi- winning all Ireland. Now that those kids have seen. Galway winning, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, 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 on my, on the, on this, the, the day of the Leinster final against, uh, um, against uh, uh, Leinster final against Kinney and Thurless, like that. M- m- I, Brian, my second son, he's doing a year in Golan Heights, like right. Yeah. He's an army officer, as is my eldest son in Dublin, actually. But Paul, my eldest son in Dublin, brought his two kids to, to Thurless, like, yeah. and I brought my grandkids from Galway down. Yeah. And I was photographed on the pitch afterwards with, uh, with my four grandchildren and my son. Yeah. Now, you think they're four proud grandchildren. Yeah. Imagine their grandfather, me, <laughs> right, with these beauties around me, like, yeah. right, bedecked in Galway. And my four-year-old grandson in, in, uh, in, uh, in Dublin, Irla, uh, in, I went into his room in, in Dublin during the week, four, and he's playing with a tie, and he said, Jajo. How come Galway hurlers are so good? You know, <laughs> I said, grandson, how much time have you got? Yes, <laughs> what so I'm wondering, so Joe, is how you have four grandsons at fifty. It's fresh. Young says, I wish. Oh, you're but I'm just saying, it's just wonderful days for children in Galway. Yeah. You know what I mean? That 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 these have, and I know that there is thousands of grand of children in Limerick wanting to experience the same. Like, do you know what I mean? But. You know, we're living a dream with these lads. And I swear, lads, with the footballers, like, and tomorrow, you know, I'd have great respect for them. My heroes until the day I die are the Galway three-in-a-row football team. I was seven, eight, nine when they won those two Ireland's. And until I'm put in that ground, they'll be my heroes, you know. So it's great when times like that that come uh, and, 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 and the absolute unbelievable joy that goes with it. And the old lad... Old man in in uh, in Kildare, like I said, that said uh, yeah. when Galway won last year's Ireland, I can go now, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the kids, my four-year-old grandson in Dublin, do you know what I mean? And everything in between. And it's not being condescending saying that, like it just absolutely rivets the county because yeah. there's two things I always think about the GA, like is um, number one is loyalty and number two is rivalry, you know. And and that encapsulates everything, isn't it? Your club and your county is encapsulated in that, like right? And you know those. 
jerseys that you pull over your head they stay with you forever like and yeah, for me it's in, your blood. it's in your blood and for me you know does it it just it's completely irrational you know how much your county means to you and how much your jersey means to you and and for me you know the the manifestation and and I swear lads I'm 61 and it's worse I'm getting you know? <laughs> you're getting more passionate about it you're 61 we'll have to look at the pass the passport chain <laughs> Between yourself and Sean Oak now, you're showing us up. 